0: Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you to Factor for sponsoring this video.
1: Let's get into Last Samurai.
2: What a great movie.
1: Yes, great. Um, if you are listening to us on Apple or Spotify, if you don't mind giving us a rating, we would really appreciate it. Wow, yeah. Um, yeah, that's normally not a Tom Cruise role I am accustomed to seeing, although obviously I have seen uh, Tropic Thunder and Collateral, which are definitely different types of roles for him, and he was fantastic in those two films as well, but I really love Tom Cruise in this, and Ken Watanabe and all the other actors. I mean, we'll get into all that. Um, Ken Watanabe is probably the standout for me, although He's I really great. love the the character arc that Tom Cruise's character goes into, uh, You know his character goes throughout the film i mean just you know he's got the ptsd which again very natural normal thing that any character who has fought through any battles uh you know would normally go through um but i like too that we can see that before they actually give us the visual storytelling of why he's going through that and why he's got so much remorse on the ptsd it's you know he was in a battle and he was given an order he did not want to have to submit to by a piece of crap, Tony Goldwyn's character. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these were defenseless, helpless, you know, uh, Native Americans that he did not want to have to fire and kill. And, you know, he, he again, he didn't want to do it, um, but it was an order. And in war, uh, even when you don't want to do something, sometimes you have no choice. Um, so, you know, you can tell how, why this man is so troubled. And uh, I just, I love, you know, he's really got no, you know, and then he's a very cynical man at the beginning as well. You know, he's a, he's a drunk, very cynical. And, you know, he's very like, you know, he's just, his whole thing in life is just like, you know uh, you know, if you pay me money, okay, I'll go do a job. But I just don't give a crap about anything. And I just love that, you know, learning the traditions of the samurai way and, you know, learning honor, and uh just this whole character arc he goes through it just and the way the the film just really breathes and takes its time with him i really and the relationship he garners not only with the the i forgot the woman's name um which was such a beautiful relationship but his relationship with ken watanabe It was just so beautifully done Um, and just such a well earned arc that just, again, really took its time. I don't, you know, I think uh, one of my biggest pet peeves, uh, Aaron, when I'm watching films, obviously I love character arcs. You know, does a character change throughout a film? Mm -hmm. But is it earned and does a film take its time? Because that's a a thing that uh, a pet peeve of mine is when a film rushes a character's arc. You know, it's like, okay, it just didn't work for me it just felt too rushed and i really feel this film took its time and for a film that's two hours and 30 some odd minutes i really felt never felt the the time in any way It just was really well paced never felt the runtime once never looked at my watch once never mm-hmm. you know uh, ever felt that runtime it just uh you know oh wow joe kramer worked on this he's a stunt guy i worked on uh, terminator many other films uh anyways i'm getting a little off track i got many other things i want to say um but uh Amazing. Uh, why don't you go ahead and then I, I'll get into some other things that I loved.
2: Yeah, that was great. Uh, I really enjoyed the arc that we got to see his character go on, Tom Cruise, um, being someone who is this man who's kind of lost, who's, who's traumatized, who has no real reason to to live or keep going mm-hmm. on uh, when we see him at the beginning through this natural progression of finding a reason to fight again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was very well-earned and the, the arc felt very natural for this character that we saw over the, the course of this two and a half hour movie and kind of like andrew said i really felt no drag or no lull during this movie every scene was essential uh i will say it's funny because i think as we've grown accustomed to seeing different types of films uh whether just being live or on this channel I'm I'm more aware and conscious of like how action films are shot or how action scenes are shot. Mm. And though there was a number of cuts within the action scene, I was never, I was aware of it, but I didn't find it jarring. I I felt like it was very well done because I I like, I'm someone who likes watching shots in their entirety, you know, watching these scenes play out uh, over the course of one take, but the way that this action was shot coupled with the music was very immersive and I thought that it, uh, it played very well. Ken Watanabe was also really great in the film, watching it from start to finish. And I learned a lot while watching this movie. You know, I don't know how much of this is true, mm. uh, but watching this struggle between uh, the old ways of Japan uh, kind of coming to clash with the new ways of Japan was very, was very interesting. Yes. As, you know, I, I do... I think the sign of a good movie is one, it leaves with with a feeling. Two, it makes you want to learn more about the world, do more research, uh, whether it be about the film itself or about the time period or, or the uh, the inner workings of of how that went down. And yeah, I'm definitely very, very curious. You know, I'm I'm curious as to, you know, the role ninjas play into this. Old world versus new world mm-hmm. kind of dichotomy that the the, the film established. Um, are they something that is more of the old world? Is something that's kind of being implemented? Are they more of like the black ops of the new world? Uh, yeah, all questions I'm, I'm still still curious about. But I, I like that the major themes of this movie were about honor. Sure. We're about how we show up. we about what we fight for, and watching this character, these characters really display this this honor this discipline and this sense of of purpose you know it was very very inspiring very um you know interesting um to watch interesting not the word i was looking for but uh it was yeah it was just it was just a lot you know coupled with just all the different performances, and you really got invested within these characters that we yeah. got to to follow over the course of this film. For sure. uh, whether it be Ken Watanabe's son, whether it be the the dude who. Uh, yeah. didn't really like him at the beginning and then, or learned to, to respect him. Bob. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, even though Bob didn't have any lines, you know, he still felt for I, Bob, still Bob when he died. He was great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, there were three different times, I mean, at least a few different times where I was shedding some tears. I, I'd really grown invested and in, in love for these characters. And you made the point even with Bob, like, you didn't really speak any lines, but his facial expressions, the way he moted, and the traditions that these characters, like, you know, I, I really grew to love for these characters and in, in Hiroyuki's character and. Uh, the son, uh, uh, Ken Watanabe's son, like I mean, these characters didn't have a ton of lines, no. and I really love to the the respect that they garnered for Tom Cruise. Again, that's what I was talking about too, where this film really took its time mm-hmm. and uh, you know you know let it breathe a little bit, and you know his character. We saw, too, like even though he was a drunk and very cynical man in the beginning, like he's still a bad... Like you saw when he was drunk, he was still able to fire really well in the very beginning scene when they were selling the guns or whatever uh, that right. they were doing. And even when he was training uh, the army at the beginning as well, like he's clearly a badass. He's been through a lot of battles. He's very uh, uh, war tested and all that and clearly a badass. Yeah. Uh, point I'm making is... Um, As badass as he is, like, (laughs) hand-to-hand combat-wise, he's got nothing on the samurai. And I love that, like, uh, you know, going through the passage of time that he spent with them, like, again, like, you know, he was completely a novice uh, at that point, you know, whether it came to speaking uh, the language, uh, just learning the ways, uh, the hand-to-hand fighting, like, he was just so out of his depth and element. And I love like taking its time, just really garnering that respect from everyone. Even like the woman he, uh, that uh you know, again, I love when you called that out too. This film did such a beautiful job of visual storytelling without spoon feeding us. Exactly. And that's like, that, yeah. it, it really like the writers uh and the director, Edward Zwick, did a good job. Of like, hey, we're not going to treat the audience as idiots. We're going to, exactly. you know, yes, we're going to reveal it, but let's, you know, let, let the audience try to figure it out for themselves before we reveal it. Um, and Aaron being smarter than myself was able to, to get that just from the, uh, from seeing that armor. I should have picked that up too, but uh, that was a good call by Aaron. And again, visual storytelling right there was very powerful. You know, the way it was invoking us uh, just seeing it right there, you were able to go, Oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's the wife of uh, the the guy that Tom Cruise killed. But I love too again, garnering that respect that they had for Tom Cruise. Like this is Again, you, you talk about, like, yes, it's glo- it, it, it's tradition. It's glorious to die uh, uh, in battle. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the samurai way. But still, like, at the end of the day, we are still human beings. And she was caring for the man that, even if it was self-defense, this is the man that, that murdered. That, not murdered, but self-defended and killed her husband. So, like, the arc she has to go through and the respect, like, it was, like... You believe and buy it that the way she felt for Tom Cruise, for Nathan, at uh, you know, towards the end, like it's it's believable. And the kids, mm-hmm. they know that this is the man that, that killed their dad. But by the time like the fatherly figure that he is for them, like it's totally believable, you know, and in uh, whether it's the samurai way or not, like uh, the way that these relationships were developed. Yeah. And they really, again, I know I'm repeating myself, but the way that it's just takes its time and is never felt rushed it's very organic and i just love that feeling
2: yeah this movie is very organic i love that it doesn't fall exactly into the uh the white savior trope of like he has to be the tom cruise is the man to save these japanese people from the evil imperial
1: never feels that way
2: no he he is there in support and he's he's there to learn something from these people and at the end of the day it's still their battle it's still their journey that they have to go on to to fight for themselves to fight for their honor to fight for what they believe is right you know and and Tom Cruise learns from them and and is in, of aid to them. I think the only part that's like, kind of that's the case where, like, when they save Ken Watanabe before they retreat back, but that's, like, a scene within the context of this, this two-plus-hour movie. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I thought everything felt natural, felt organic, and... I like that the emperor finally came around and grew, was, a, spine, yeah. he grew a spine at the end. And I mean, uh,
1: if he would have done that a little earlier, but obviously we don't have the movie, mm-hmm. but it would have been nice if he would. have. But I get it. Like he was very young. He's still I, I don't know how many years he had been the emperor, but it seemed like he was a little inexperienced. And also, too, he's got that one guy who we kept saying at the end, shut up. He's clearly was in his, uh, you know, just I don't know if the word manipulating is the right word, but clearly was in his e-
2: influencing, him. influencing,
1: yeah. and in his ear at all times, just like you know, making him make choices that he clearly didn't want to make. But again, being so young and inexperienced, you know, that was having a major, like you said, influence on him. Yeah. Um, he wasn't comfortable. He wasn't comfortable in that position. I don't know for sure. Uh, it was a role. Definitely didn't. You know, wasn't comfortable taking at first, but like now he embraced it um, from everything. But I like that reveal, too. Again, uh, that was an interesting reveal that Ken Watanabe was his teacher, Um, which makes sense because, again, samurais are the defend, uh, you know, the the old defenders. And I like that you said, too, like um, it's interesting too. like if this is true in terms of like the clash between the old and the new world. Um, I just think that just makes for such a fascinating story just in terms of war. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the action sequences. I mean, you kind of already touched up a little bit on it. Yeah, there were some times where there were some quick cuts for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think when there's so many, you know, actors in a scene like this uh, with the choreography, that you're just going to run into that, um, you know, kind of thing. But I still thought these action sequences, especially that last battle, Oh my great. god! And you could tell too; it was very Lord of the Rings-esque. And what I mean by that, before we get to before they got to the Hobbit, there was not really much CGI. It was just actors like doing choreography, and it was I was just so appreciative of the fact it felt so damn real. I don't know how they did the choreography for those scenes, especially at the end there, but I can only imagine how freaking hard that must have been to oh, to yeah. do the choreography because that was so damn impressive, especially when you factor in. That's very practical. There's hardly any CGI other than maybe a couple little. those. I would imagine some shots of maybe guys who are like on uh, when the, uh, uh, what, are, what are the cannons are. maybe some of those shots. But overall, there's hardly any CGI. It's mostly all practical. So I was just... Wow, that was amazing. And that sh- and that shot where uh, Tom Cruise threw the sword at 20. That was, that was that, so satisfying. To, to wait oh two hours God. and 20 minutes for that was so damn satisfying. Yeah, and again, they built you up to hate that character so much. And he wasn't really even in the film very much. He's in maybe at like 20 minutes of screen time. But I love how they built up that character so much for you to hate him that when that happens, you're like,
2: yes yeah. I like uh, how, how focused the movie was too oh yeah yeah it's like you have that relationship between Tom Cruise and um Kenwood Wat- not Ken wants not be the 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 girl but oh, it wasn't yeah. it, it wasn't the primary focus of the movie it was just it was just sparing enough it was just there enough to give <laughs> Tom Cruise a root and reason uh to come back to these people to have like an emotional grounding uh with this place and these people and falling in love with yeah, their culture for sure. but and you know, it focused on his relationship with Ken Watanabe. All of these things were in service of his journey, both Ken Watanabe and Tom Cruise's journey over the course of the film. You know, and you you got this this sense over the over the course that Ken Watanabe felt like he needed to um, he he felt a kinship to Tom Cruise's character, and he did want to to die of honor, which yeah. he did get at the end of the film. And I kind of I know I said in. in as we we're watching it, that he was going to, uh, he might've lived, but I, I, as we got further into it and prior to that moment, I was like, Oh yeah, he has to die. Mm. You know, I think it was just the poem thing, but right. I don't think he, he didn't get the chance to finish. Well, also poem, too, sadly. there
1: was that line, there was definitely some foreshadowing in the film too. Cause, uh, there was that line he's, I forgot what the line particularly was, uh, that Ken Watanabe said to Tom Cruise was, I believe, it was the first line, uh, scene that they had where they were uh, having a conversation. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, "Hopefully, I can have like a, a glorious death or something like that." Yeah, and he's like, yeah, yeah, "Well, yeah. maybe you will," or something. I forgot what the line was. You guys can correct me in the comments, it. but uh, it was, and I was like, "Is I hope that's not foreshadowing?" I said something like that, but yeah, no, it was some good. Uh, for, but also, too, um, we were talking about Bob and uh, Hiroyuki and some of these other characters that we've grown and invested. I really liked. Timothy Spall's character, Peter Pettigrew, you know, he wasn't in the mm-hmm. film a ton either, but like just, I, I know he's just the translator, but I mean, simple character, but I really liked his character a lot too. Um, you know, just like he had seen, like, I think the wood had turned, I mean, I, I don't know if turned is the right word, but just like he saw like the wrong, even though he was just translating, he wasn't so much an evil character or anything, but he saw the wrongdoing and what the side he was translating for when they cut off, uh, you know, his hair, uh, one yeah. of the samurai's hair, and he's like, I mean, he'd already grown an, uh, an attachment towards Tom Cruise's character just from the beginning. He already liked him. But seeing that is like, okay, like anything you need, I'm here for you. But I, 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 the re- guys yeah, I really like that. And also, too, I love that scene where he had to improvise on the spot. These guys are pointing consent at <laughs> said he's the president of the united you know this this film had i mean it wasn't like of you know it didn't have a ton of humor but uh in 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 certain spots i really did appreciate the humor yeah yeah yeah, exactly but i did like the spots where it did use it um and edward zwick again i have not seen i don't know about you i have not seen a ton of edward zwick films i've Mm -hmm. seen glory which i believe came out in 1989 was starring matthew broderick it had denzel washington morgan freeman I think Kyrielle was... Uh, I always mispronounce his name. Um, I think he's from the first Saw film. And many other
2: films. Which uh, movie did you say? Um, Glory. We watched... I mean, Roxy Rocks, watched that. Oh. I don't... Uh, we watched uh, it at some point. Yeah, yeah. It'll Any- be up. I don't know, I don't know the timetable. But- Anyways, I saw
1: that so we'll long it. ago in middle school. I don't really remember. I just remember it was a good film. But again, it's been 20-something years. Um, but I remember that being a good film. Uh, and the only other film of Edward's... I know he's got a longevity of a career uh, and he's a very good director from the films i've looked at that he's done and i know he did uh, uh i will not know i um, then the only other film rather that i've seen of his was as mentioned jack reacher never go back and i like many of you i i did not i i love the first one that christopher macquarie did You've i never did seen not, it oh, either one
2: no i haven't um, seen either I, one or the show well
1: you can you can see the first one, but or okay. for enter, for entertaining or for laughable purposes, you can see the second. But it's um, <laughs> right. I, I understand why Tom Cruise would want to work with him again. I mean, clearly they had a good thing going uh, with this film, um, but it's, you know, not every I mean, not every film you do is going to be a winner, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, everyone makes a stinker at some point. Uh, sure. And I guess for Edward Zwick, that was Jack Reacher. Go back. Uh, never go back, rather. Um, but it's just uh, it's interesting to me to see like again, I've only seen two films of his, but uh, and which are both war films set in the 1800s. Um, but interesting to see that that same director like I would I would never think if I, if I didn't see that his name was attached to that. But I thought in terms of the uh, direction in this film, like got the shots he wanted to get, the direction he did, uh, he, he got a, the performances he got from the actors. Absolutely phenomenal, especially Ken Watanabe. Great. And Tom Cruise, like I said, type of role he did in this. Usually what I would not expect from a Tom Cruise performance. He was fantastic. Everyone else. And even that one character we talked about, like we hated. Um, not Tony Goldwyn, which he was great too, but the other one we were saying to shut your mouth at the end. Like we hated his character, but like that's what we're supposed to feel. Like he I thought he gave a great performance, that guy. Like he's a war profiteering influence peddling. Jerk.
3: Yeah. In the midst of movie and TV show reactions, there's such a busy schedule around here. Who's got time to prep gourmet meals? Well, that's where Factor steps in. Factor is a game changer, delivering chef-crafted dietitian approved meals right to your door. It's not just about dinner. They've got your whole day covered with snacks, smoothies, and more. Whether you're into keto, vegan, pescatarian like myself, or just looking for something delicious and healthy, Factor. Factor has a variety of meals ready in two minutes flat. Imagine the luxury of gourmet meals without the hassle of prep or cleanup. It's like your personal chef, making it easier to eat well amid our busy lives. And the best part Factor's flexible to fit any schedule. Pick from six to 18 meals weekly, adjusting or pausing anytime life gets in the way. It's about making your life easier, giving you control and convenience without compromising on quality. With Factor's Gourmet Plus, even my hectic days get a gourmet touch. No more grocery runs, just pure deliciousness. So you ready to elevate your food game reject nation? Jump into factor75.com or click below with Real Rejects 50. You're in for a 50% off treat on your first box. Supporting them helps support the channel, but also supporting your health and time. Dive into the gourmet life, people.
1: And I thought, again, the performances, you know, you give credit to the actors, but that also you give a little credit to the writers and the directors. One, I thought Edward Zwick did a great job of directing uh, the actors. And uh, again, the action sequences. Speaking
2: of, yes. I saw before the screen went black is that this movie won four Oscars.
1: Did it really? Yeah. Oh, what did it, Do you remember what? It or? just said four Oscars on
2: the top. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have four. to,
1: we'll try to look it up uh, because we will get to the IMDb facts and all that and or the trivia for you guys in a second. But um, yeah, I know in, in terms of uh, obviously we got to talk about the, the great Hans Zimmer, uh, that score again, not, uh, not usually a score that, um, I mean, he's proved at this point, he's so versatile. He can just do anything, you, you know, know, from Lion King to Dune to even mission impossible to, I mean, I'm going out of my depth here with, uh, he just does everything. Um, and I love like the authentic feel to, you know, the time period piece and like getting that samurai feel to it and um. all that. I mean, he just really nailed it in the dramatic sequences, like, you know, uh, and also to like the action sequences, just, how I was feeling is what he was invoking in his music. And I think like, you know, you always talk about like a movie supposed to make you feel. Mm -hmm. And I always feel that way. And I agree with that, but I always feel that way too. Whenever I hear uh, you know, a score in, in a film, like I want to feel something like I want to be able to hear that music, not be able to see anything and feel. And I really felt like this score just really did a good job. And there was a beat there at the end. Um, It was, I was like, and I think I even said out loud, like, this is so damn beautiful. I I was really good score by Hans Zimmer. What'd you think?
2: I thought the score was great. Yeah. It's very different from what I'm accustomed to from Hans Zimmer. Obviously has a very large catalog, I think when (laughs) I think think of um, Christopher Nolan, but yeah, yeah, this is very different from what I traditionally think of from him because it had those moments of epicness and had those soft uh, music and those those soft (laughs) moments that make you think of, of japan you yeah know, of yeah, those uh
1: for sure of those more and the time it came and it, really.
2: exactly it felt appropriate for the time period that it was in as yeah. well and I'll, i'm curious to know like the process behind that and like what goes into ins- inspiring the type of music that, that's a great that goes into that's this.
1: a great point i would love to know too like with with all these composers especially the the best composers like what mm. what what's the process with getting into the score like do you talk to the director? Do you do you read the script for like how does the whole it's I'm fascinated too? That's a great question that you pose. Um, I would love to know that because I definitely listened to a lot of times when I watched behind the scenes back in the day. I definitely was very like uh, open minded when I was listening to composers. But that is an interesting question that you pose. Mm -hmm. Um, And the cinematography in this film. So, so damn beautiful. And the production design. I love I think my favorite. um, I want to know what your favorite uh, set was. But the production design for that the Samurai Village. I could. Uh, it was so magnificent, it was so beautiful. Uh, I just really hit upon the timepiece that we were in, um, and also too. Speaking of the timepiece, just everywhere, like even when we got back to, I believe it was Tokyo. Um, just really again, just really nailed uh, the, that eight that late eighteen sixties uh, or eighteen seventies rather look uh, totally. that they were going for the aesthetics, the clothing, just everything was really nailed down so beautifully in this film. Uh, just, I mean, everything across the board. Um, beautiful film. Uh, the performances from everyone the character arcs especially tom cruise's character ken watanabe's performance out of this world um i I believe this was his first american film if i'm mistaken please let me know i'm gonna look at the imdb trivia facts um but the only reason i knew this because i'd watched batman begins and i think it i uh i was i looked up his career way back in the day so i think I, uh, but again, I'm going to look up the IMDb Trivia Effects, but his performance, like masterful performance. He's such a damn good actor. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, great film. Uh, very powerful film. Uh, might be one of my, I know, as always, as I say this, so fresh off of just watching this, but this might be one of my favorite Tom Cruise films. I, it, I can say that, it's, definitely. It's, yeah. it's definitely up there. It's it's a great film. Um, yeah, I'd,
2: I'd, uh, I didn't get the chance to see it, but I have a, a friend who was in high school with me. Shout out to, to Zach F. I don't want to say his last name, but yeah, he used to he used to love this movie. We'll oh yeah, know, well now you can about call. It all the time. Well now
1: you can call Zach F after this and tell him to F. I mean to uh that was a <laughs> effing good movie.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I would uh, I'd love to to talk to him about it because yeah, I understand why he loves it. This is a very honorable film, and, right. uh, it's very well made, very very good.
1: Well, it makes sense. More like this. Three hundred. Well, we got that shout out to three hundred during the movie, so. <laughs> Uh, All right, we'll read to you uh, some IMDb trivia facts. So Tom Cruise spent almost two years in preparation for this film, including swordplay instruction and Japanese language lessons. I totally believe that. And with that dude, he is so committed to whether it comes to stunts, whether it comes to whatever it is in a role. Like Say what you want about him off the screen. Like, yeah, he might be a little... Whatever, <laughs> but when it comes to on screen, he is so committed to doing things authentically, organically, and the right way. So I believe I, I believe that fact. Whatever, if it would have said seven years, I would have believed that. But I totally that. believe that because watching him in that role, from the sword play to hearing him uh, speaking Japanese, like I can't imagine how. I mean, I think I even said that while we were reacting, like. How much time did it take for him to learn all this? Oh man, yeah, but yeah, there's... some Oh yeah, and, the, I, and we're so appreciative of that. Truly. So this not only marks the first time Ken Watanabe started an American made film, okay? Andrew, but Andrew I, I, I think I would read that way back in the day because Batman Begins. But this is the first time he spoke English in a movie. Okay, uh, that I didn't. That I did not know. Okay, okay,
2: all right, all right. Ken Watanabe, I see. All
1: right, cool. Let's see what else. Got to find some good ones. Contrary to popular misconception, the title of this movie does not refer to Captain Nathan Algren or Katsumoto. The word samurai here is in the plural form and refers to Katsumoto's clan as a whole, the last Mm. samurai.
2: Mm. Okay. Mm. I see. Okay. That makes more sense. I like that. I like that a lot.
1: Okay. Let's see. I
2: wonder if this is how... How accurate this is? Is this based on a true story? Uh, here we go. Although oh. this movie
1: seems to imply that the that Japan's new army was trained by the Americans, in fact, it was the Prussian General Staff that assisted in the mo- modernization of J- Japan's army. Oh, uh, the what? Pr- Prussian? I don't, did I say that right? The Prussian.
2: I don't know. I, I, okay, I don't think. But that's it's
1: Persian. I don't know what yeah, that is. That there's your answer. Uh, this movie Marcus made this movie made more money at the box office in Japan than in the United States. I'm glad it made a lot in Japan. That's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, can I see wish, that. But I wish it would have made. I mean, I don't. Again, I'm just saying that. I don't know how much it made in the U.S., but I wish it would have made even more. Um, but I'm just saying that based on not knowing how much it made. Uh, so Tom Cruise narrowly escaped potentially fatal injuries oh. after a sword was swung within one inch of his neck while filming. He and co star Hiroyuki Sanada were acting out a sword fight scene when the incident happened. Sanada swung a sword at Cruz, who was on an off camera mechanical horse at the time. But the machine reportedly malfunctioned and failed to duck at the right moment. Sanada stopped the blade just one inch from his neck. You know, that's crazy. I fear, I hope this never happens. Where's the wood? I fear one day. I always go. I hope today's not the day we hear that there's been a horrific injury to Tom Cruise on on a set of one of his movies. Because the dude, just like I said, he always does death-defying stunts in his movie. I'm not shocked to see that it almost happened there. Because I can imagine like all these stunts he ever does. They're so insane, but I never thought like in this movie there'd be one. But yeah, because I do even remember too in, uh, oh, you've never seen Mission Impossible film, so I'm not even going to get into. But I remember in MI2 with the knife to the eye. I remember how close that was, but y'all know what I'm talking about. He doesn't, but um, (laughs) let's see. Got to find a good one here, guys. Let's see. I'll do like one or two more. (laughs) Oh wow! Video. This movie marks the 100th score for Hans Zimmer. 100th score? only 100. That's it.
2: And that's this movie was 20
1: years ago. Damn. Oh my god! Imagine how many. And that's like before, like Nolan, like really, because I think Nolan Nolan's, really ramped up. Yeah, because Nolan did in. Uh, well, he did Memento in 2000. Then he did Insomnia in 2002. I'm not mistaken, and then Batman Begins. 2005. 2005, and then Prestige, 2006, and then Dark Knight in 2008, and then blah, 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 oh, a million yeah. movies after that. So, I mean, but Hans Zimmer's done a million other movies besides the Christopher Nolan films. Right. See, he's not just a Christopher Nolan did guy. You got The Amazing
2: Spider-Man 2
1: yeah, uh, junkie
2: let's, with let's, Junkie XL. Please, let's not talk about that movie. I
1: like that movie. Will, we're we're going to fight uh, seriously. I know there's a lot of you who do like that movie, but I'm sorry. I, I just... Andrew Garfield, the best Spider-Man. He's he's amazing. I, him I love. Him and Gwen Stacy in that movie, I actually like. It's, Chemistry is on point. It's just the rest Recapable. of them, It's the rest of them. <laughs> Um Okay, let's see. Oh, I didn't notice this. Maybe you did. I have to rewatch that. Uh, hmm. So before the final battle, as Captain Algren, Tom Cruise, dismounts after riding back to the ranks with Kasamoto. His horse kicks out and hits a warrior in the groin. I did not notice that. I
2: did not notice. I think I would have said that.
1: Did you guys notice? I mean, because again, we're. It's so much chaos is ensuing. Maybe you guys on repeat. How about this? I, I pose this question. Did you know? Because it's our first time. Did you notice that on the first time? Maybe you noticed that on repeat. But be honest. Did you notice that the first time?
2: Or did you not notice it until we just said? Or it did right you not
1: now? notice it till we said it? Yeah. But if you truly noticed it the first time, then damn, good eyes on you. Because I did not notice that at all. You Got the eye of but a tiger. Yeah. Now, I see what you did there. I'm gonna re when we oh, I rewatch it again. I'm specifically going to look out for that now. All <laughs> right, I'll do one more. Let's see.
2: Huh. Gotta get one more in.
1: One more. Let's find a good one here. Yeah, we're almost at thirty. Okay, I definitely want to see this one because I believe this. Um... All right, let's see. So, for the climactic battle scenes, over 500 Japanese extras tr- trained for 10 days at the Clifton Rugby Grounds in New Plymouth, New Zealand. Again, there was that that's one. A that's, sh- that's a lot, but there was that one shot where in my head I'm like. This is Lord of the Rings esque where it's no CGI. It's just real act. I never it feels so damn real. And that like that is so believable to me. Like hearing that there's five hundred damn act like that's so many people. I don't know how you how do you choreography that like just choreographying a scene of like five to know, ten bro. people is so damn hard. <laughs> right. How do you do that? That's so impressive. How long does it take
2: to shoot? First oh, of all.
1: Yeah, I I'm I'm very that's a great question. That that battle scene at the end. I got to imagine, like, just again, this is me spitballing here. I got to imagine that see, That probably takes a couple months, at least. You Wouldn't think You think so?
2: I think so. Two at, months to film that? At least
1: a month or two. No. I mean, you got to get all the proper shots. You got to get everything flowing the right way. Let me know in the comment section. Two I months alone. Let Aaron and shoot, I know, if you guys know the answer. I, I mean, see
2: like a week, maybe two weeks. But two I, months is wild. That's a lot of money. Uh, of just a shoot? I mean, it's a lot. That was, like, what, a 30-minute sequence? And of like a, how, how long do you think this movie took to shoot? Like, f- three months, five months? Three to five months?
1: Probably, like, three or four months, probably. So
2: you think I'd out say, of okay, four okay, months, I, 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 half of that was just Well, the I mean,
1: most of the movie, like, other than the three battle sequence, most of the movie's just dialogue scenes. So those, like, you know, those don't take... Too long to, Maybe. to film. Not too long. Nothing like the action sequences is the point I'm making. So I feel like that. I think we can agree. That was by far going to take the longest to shoot is that final battle. And it's okay, not a stretch of the on imagination, that. but I, agree on that. I feel like at least three to four weeks that. But let us know in the comment section how long you think or if you did the research and you know. Let us know. Also, let us know which Academy Awards this won or was nominated for, although we're probably going to look it up afterwards. But we'd still love to hear. Uh, anyways, um satisfying film. Uh, like I said, one of my favorite Tom Cruise films. It was a very beautiful film. I love just again, the themes of honor tradition, not forgetting the old ways, remembering it. We can still embrace the new ways while not forgetting the old ways. I just, I love that message and theme. Um, and again, the character arc of Tom Cruise's character, just so damn well earned. Uh, just beautiful 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 film um anyways uh let us know in the comments what did you think of this film are there any other films in the vein of uh this style that you'd like aaron myself any other members of the team to react to we'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments section and until then we shall see you guys next time
3: gabriel with it being the month of valentine i am so happy to have you here because Just with your particular cadence about your belief system and whatnot, (laughs) I am so happy to say that, hey, I've been with my woman for quite a while. It's time we invite a special someone into the bedroom to watch, not to actually participate. You're only allowed to watch. And you have to also not let my wife know that you're there. This is a little covenant that you and I are making between us because, frankly, if she finds out, I'm going to have to blame you and I'm going to have to act like I had no idea that I invited you there. And what does it say about you that you agreed to something like this? When clearly my wife was not comfortable with it, that is an You're abuse of power. And you know what, man? To be doing that to women is sick. You should be ashamed of yourself. You are a terrible person. Shame on you, Gabriel. We're going to cancel your ass. And it's a nice ass, man. Shout out completely.